What's uh, life is short. What's uh, what's your all's family talking about right now? What's going on? Grace, you just got back from a worldwide adventure. I did. It was yeah. a lot of fun. It's an adjustment coming home, but mm. you know, it was very fun. Where'd you go again? Uh, Cinque Terre, Italy. I've been there. Have you? Did we go there? No, we didn't oh. go there. <laughs> Wait, we, thought... we, we ported in Lespezia, um, but then we took the bus to the Tuscan uh, winery. You know what I remember most we about were. that trip? Did we not go to Cinque Terre, seriously? No, we, we didn't go to Cinque Terre. We supposed to, though, right? We were, uh, yeah, we were going to, but because of COVID, they uh, wouldn't let us, they wouldn't let us um, go away from our tour guide. So, oh. so kind of like how how in Amalfi, they yeah, wouldn't let yeah. us walk away at all. That right. would have been the same in Cinque Terre. So we were like, well, we're not going to do that. We changed our okay. excursion from that. That was the to, excursion. Yeah, we changed it okay. to the winery. I got you. You know what I remember most about that trip? What? We were on the ship, and all of a sudden, they started playing Need to Breathe. <laughs> and we were in Europe. And for those of you who don't know what Need to Breathe is... It's this little bitty rock, southern rock band mm. that Grant and I love. Mm. And there they were in Europe playing. It's like, wow. I mean, not a lot of people know them here, and let alone in Europe. That was my dream. What When was that? I forget. We were like in the uh, over by the, oh man, this Royal Caribbean ship had the best <laughs> pizza place on earth. Better than Italy. Sorrent- nope. <laughs> Take it back. Take it back. What was it called? Sorrento's? Sorrento's. Uh, we were in the, by, over Kia by Sorrento's. Sorrento's. <laughs> and, uh, and there it was, just playing right there. Wait, so it was on the cruise ship, though, right? Yeah. But it wasn't in, like, we weren't off the boat and listening to it. No, we were in, but we were still, I mean, yeah, present yeah, yeah. in international <laughs> waters. So, yeah, it counts. Yeah. Counts. Sure. That's awesome. I'll give it to you. I mean, I would say most of the people on the ship weren't from America, and they chose that song. <laughs> You think most of the people on that boat weren't from America? No, no, the crew. Sorry, the crew. Oh, well, no, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, they're not playing the music for the crew. They're playing it for the customers. Yeah, but they knew it. Yeah. Yeah, because they probably listened to it 8,000 times. Probably like the same songs on repeat. Mm. Well, I'm just trying to say, Royal Crimin, you have a great taste of music. If Keep, you haven't heard of Need to Breathe, mm-hmm. you should. Right, Grant? Keep the Need to Breathe going, Royal Caribbean. Mm. That's our dream. So it's been a while. We uh, haven't recorded in like two weeks. Yeah, you, we you were out of town, and then I was out of town, and I have no idea what episode we're on. Uh, seventeen. Okay. Dang, are we? Okay. Yeah, Halloween. You, you guys ready? It's a little spooky. I am. Let's do it. Welcome to Untold, the podcast that tells the untold story of history. In this podcast, two of us compete to tell the best story you probably haven't heard before. Join us as we uncover new stories each week together. This is Untold, the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. We did it. Wow, that is great news. We've been planning this podcast, this episode, for quite a while. When we sat down and we started recording, Grace looked at the calendar and said, when is Halloween? Because we want to make sure that uh, we record a spooky episode. Yeah, we, we got to have like slight, not themed episodes, but you know, like holidays and stuff. Well, I'm sure we'll have a Christmas special. That's true. I bet yeah. we will. About giving. Aww. That's what Thanksgiving is. Yeah, we're going to do oh. one about. And then Christmas is all about getting gifts, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> it's all about getting your, you know, what you wanted, right? Not about... 
other people. So, I mean, if you're listening to this right now, we we record this in advance. The date right now that we're recording is October 4th, mm. and we have a birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. On the Untold Podcast, Mr. Grant Yeager whoop, whoop. is uh, having his birthday. And mm-hmm. how old are you going to be? I am having my birthday. How old are you? <laughs> uh, I'll be 29 on Thursday. Oh, my goodness. Lotte, Lotte. Look who's almost out it. Yeah. What'd you guys what? get me? <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Look who's almost thoughty. Mm. Oh, I didn't know what you said the first time. Uh, thoughty. <laughs> thoughty. Did you guys give me anything great? You know, just... You may win tonight your for present. your birthday <gasps> present. Oh, hey, that's not fair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say... Hey, if, I, Oh, go ahead. I, well, I was going to say I wanted to record this on Thursday, so you have mm. no excuse but to pick me mm-hmm. for... Uh, to win that week, so well, uh, listen. If this is your first time listening to the Untold Podcast, we are glad you're here. My name is Shelby. I'm surrounded at this table by Grant Yeager. What's up? And Grace Outlaw. Hey, how's it going? So the way this works is uh, this whole podcast is about untold stories of history, and today I am your host, and these two uh, are going to tell me a story, and the story is based on the topic that I picked, and so today's topic is something spooky which is the untold story of folklore. Mm, dun, dun, dun. So Bigfoot, uh, the Loch Ness Monster, uh, Roswell, all, all of these things. Would, off the table. Are off the table because mm. those are told. So Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> so what they're going to do is tell me the story, and then I am going to rate their story with something like this, which means that I like that point. The more bell rings, the more points they get. At the end, I will pick a winner, and they will be the host next week. But before we get started, I thought it would be cool to get to know each other a little bit. So I have a question for you, too. All right. Okay. The question is this. Since we're talking about something spooky, what is a... And it doesn't have to be spooky to you now. It doesn't have to be a a scary thing now. But in your life, what is like a a movie that scared you Mm. to death? I'll go. I'll mm. just go. Okay. Uh, I think the one that got me, I was in middle school, and do you guys remember the Blair Witch Project? I never saw it, but I know oh, man. of the movie. When the Blair Witch Project first came out, like no one knew if it was real. Mm. We The story oh, behind wait, it was that it was... Who didn't know it was real? Well, a middle school boy named Shelby <laughs> didn't know <laughs> it was real. But they branded it as like, because you never really see anything in it. So you, you don't know if it's real because you never right. see anything. And the cheapest production value ever. It was. I think it was like a college film project or something. Mm-hmm. So um, that really got me. And then as I got older, uh, less uh, jump scary and more like uh, brain scary. Psychological thrillers. Like saw. That. All the saws. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hated the saws. Oh, God. I mean, I, I liked the saws. Why did you keep watching them? No, I liked them, <laughs> but I hated them. It's Those love, ones really got me. Love hate relationship. <laughs> it is. Yep, yeah. Yep. What about you, uh, Grant? Uh, this is <laughs> kind of not what you expect, but Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Wait, freaked me. Johnny out. Depp or old one? Old one. Oh, the, yeah. the, the tunnel uh, scene. Gene Wilder one. The tunnel. Dude, no, 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 no. Not even the the tunnel scene didn't bother me. Okay. You know, like my wife Ashley, she said growing up, she watched that and the tunnel scene <laughs> freaked her out. Mm-hmm. Not me. Can I the, guess the scene? Yeah. Okay. I think it's the scene at the very end when he's really mad at Charlie. That no. scared me. It scared no. me too. It didn't. Wait, is it? It. 
it scared that part did scare me a little bit, yes. but like it, not as much as this other one. Is it what? the blueberry scene? Yes, <laughs> it's the freaking blueberry scene. Yes. What the hell was that? That was oh my gosh, it was so weird because I thought for sure that would happen to me. Like if I if you ate a blueberry, you're gonna blow it, up. Yeah, if I blue. ate like the wrong gum or something, I was gonna blow up like a blueberry. And then they're like, yeah, the freaking people were like, where are they taking her? And they're oh, to be squeezed. What the hell does that mean? That is interesting. All of them are basically dying. And, yeah, and Char- and uh, yeah. Uh, Willy Wonka just doesn't yeah. care. He's like, yeah, oh, well, that's yeah. it. Ser- yeah, serves him right for being serves selfish little pricks. A close, a close runner up. Um, a scary scene was when Augustus Gloop mm-hmm. went up in that um, that tube yep. and was like, that's probably where my like uh, claustrophobia came from because mm-hmm. he's like in that tube and he's. Like he's uh, like, uh, yes. Why was this a kids movie? Like he's yelling for his mom while he he's dying. Like he's yeah. and, and Willy Wonka just singing a song. Yeah. Like well, yeah. What here the comes hell? the Oompa Loompas. What the I, hell? I don't like, remember this all that well. Like I mean, I I know I watched the movie and I know it freaked me out, but I don't remember it all that well. You want to hear been like twenty five years? So because like the, Grace, did you say the the tunnel scene was your scary part too? Uh, I mean, I or one of yours, I guess. Yeah, I guess I didn't yeah. really care for that movie. Anymore. So, well, yeah, but apparently, I just heard this the other day: is that Gene Wilder was the only one who knew about that scene oh, when God. it was happening. All the kids are terrified. Yeah, and also all their reactions in the movie were real; like they were like actually freaking out of all this stuff going on mm. around. The, they didn't know it was going to happen, and and you know, Gene Wilder is <laughs> and they're just acting to it while the kids are like just terrified so that, <laughs> that's so that, mean that movie was just like i know you probably expected a halloween movie but good lord that movie like <laughs> really freaked was. me out i think if i were to say i went to the tunnel scene i really hated the scene where he yelled at charlie yeah. i, I yeah. wanted to like it yeah yeah but then also when that kid shrinks yes, yes. and he, they're just like yes. oh well, that's that's yes good. The new Charlie in the Chocolate Factory with um, Johnny Depp, yep. like it's cool because at the end you see all the kids; they're alive. They're 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 not dead. And that's not real life, though. Ge- no gen- generational trauma. The people that made this movie, right. were you like, know, we what? need to fix this. I generation's too soft. Okay. We need to see the death scenes of the children <laughs> raising a bunch of squibs. I ge- there's two yeah. different generations. One is kind of soft. My generation who watched the original Willy Wonka is now watching Saw. Mm. That explains. Mm. So much, mm. and our generation's like hooked on this. Uh, what's this Netflix thing everyone's watching right now? Squid Games. No, uh, the serial killer one. That Jeffrey everyone, Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah. Like the, I haven't oh watched gosh. it. I like the. Actor. It all started from Willy Wonka. Yeah. You've drawn. Yeah, I, I see it now. Mm-hmm. God, if you say so. Grace, what about you? Um, this is probably also not going to be one you expect. I don't watch scary movies. I hate horror movies. I hate being scared. Mm. I hate Wait, jump scares. Aren't you a witch? Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, I mean, that's <laughs> no had, in your blood. No, we had to bring that up at least uh, once. I, in I this think I saw spooky. a glimpse of you in the Blair Witch. Uh. <laughs> Just Grace, Grace running by in the trees. <laughs> you weren't supposed to turn no, um, I really, I do hate scary movies. I don't like them. I refuse to watch them. I've seen like The Grudge and The Ring, and I hated uh, them both. Mm. Terrifying. Uh, but the movie that scared me most growing up was, um, it was called Gorillas in the Mist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never what? This. Gorillas in the Mist. Yes. Okay. So right. uh, it's about a natural, and I think it's based on a true story. I don't remember. I have not seen this movie since I was in kindergarten. I went to see, I went to spend the night with my grandparents. Okay. Um, and my grandfather did not have the best judgment about what I was and wasn't allowed to watch. Yep. 
and, and you know your grandparents house they'll let you stay up as late as you want so i'd stay up and watch tv with them normally we'd watch jurassic park because i love dinosaurs um for whatever reason oh we know yes. we've heard several stories of your dinosaur okay well oh. for whatever reason this was the movie that was on it's an r-rated movie i was in kindergarten this is Bad idea. Uh, but this naturalist um, is in Africa, and she's trying to save the gorillas from poaching. And she causes such an uproar that at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, um, these uh, people sneak into her bedroom and kill her in the middle of the night. Dang. As a five-year-old. Yeah, that's horrible. I was terrified. I spent the next month. I could not sleep in my room. And I, I had a strategy even. I remember I would lay in my bed and I had a nightlight behind my bed. So I would roll so that I could see the window. Mm. And that way, if anybody came in through my door, I could see their shadow. But mm. I could also keep an eye on the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but my poor parents, they put up with me for four to six weeks of just coming out of bed in the middle of the night and being like, I'm so scared. Thanks, Grandpa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were so yeah. mad at him. So, um, but there was, I mean, I, I remember being like, I can't do anything about this feeling. Uh, I know in my head that this is not logical, that no one is sneaking in to kill me, but I don't care. I'm terrified. Dang. This is what's going to happen. So with a movie called gorillas in the mist, you would think that the gorillas aren't were the scary part, right? So the no. scary part that you were scared of as a kid was, yeah, she was the, trying to save the gorillas. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, <laughs> So was this a scary movie or was it's Mighty it? Joe Young? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> just kidding. No, I, I'm I'm legit asking. Like, was no. it a scary movie no. or are you just scared of that part I was about just people? Scared of it. Oh, it, as gotcha. a grown up, I could watch okay. it and it would not scare me. Um, it's but, crazy that this premise was rated R. Like that must have been a pretty gruesome death scene. Yeah, that was in the- no, I don't even think it showed her getting murdered. What? Oh. I think it was just like uh, I'm sure there were a lot of curse words, but it was on TV, so they were bleeped oh. out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> like they show gorillas getting killed, yeah, yeah, and stuff. So I mean, it was. I have a question. What? I mean, you're older than me, so I am not. Uh, <laughs> do you? Uh, do you remember Unsolved Mysteries? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's another one of those. I I don't know why my parents, you know, at like seven o'clock at night, it's like we're all like hanging out in the living room. And my dad's like, let's watch a family show together. And it's uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, I, Not only are they scary, but they have the unsatisfaction of at the end of it, yes, you still don't know the answer. The serial killer is still out there. Uh, what? Walking and around. he could be in your neighborhood. The, the music. Oh, my gosh. And then the other one was Tales from the Crypt. Mm, there I was like that. this little puppet skeleton that come on. And, <laughs> and I would go in my room and... My dad would purposely turn it up louder uh, uh, so I could hear from my room. And I was like, turn it down. What a jerk. Turn it down. I, w- I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder where Shelby gets his trolling yeah. tendencies from. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Do you guys remember uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. I, w- I just introduced my kids. I was not allowed kids. to watch that. What? Really? But you I'm can sure. watch the murder of the right. gorillas. No, my parents right. did not let you watch <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just started. Are You Afraid of the Dark is nothing i just started yeah. letting my kids watch it i'm like are you guys scared like no this i don't is think nuts. they previewed it i think right. they were just like oh it sounds scary we're yeah, not gonna watch right. it. we right. don't want to deal with this are you afraid of the dark was the kid version of tales from the crypt mm. it was like huh. ghost stories but for kids mm-hmm. gotcha shelby do you like that um both grace and i picked movies <laughs> that were not actually scary movies yeah were you allowed to watch scary movies grant yeah yeah i, I mean at a certain age i mean when i was i don't know but you don't, you don't like them either. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I don't love scary movies, but like, I, I watch them. Yeah. Like it depends. If it's a scary movie, like a monster movie or something, I'm all for that. Like I, I love those. But if it's like a psychological thriller, 
like was, I like those freaking saw or mm. something like that. I can't like after a while. Point for that. <laughs> um, after a while, like I just yeah, it's just psychologically like yeah. I love watching like the old uh, uh, Friday the 13th movies and stuff like that, those are not scary. So Josh made me, my husband, when we first started dating, um, or relatively early in our relationship, he made me go through and watch a lot of the classics or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to jump scare, whatever. So we're like cuddled up on the couch. And every time there was a jump scare, he would jump a foot in the air and he'd look at me and be like, (laughs) Grace, quit making me jump. I'm like, I didn't (laughs) jump. Stop it. That was all you. Stop. So <laughs> that's funny. I, I mean, my so my brother is ten years older than me, and so he's twenty. Well, he's probably like eighteen, and I'm like eight. <laughs> and he has Friday the Thirteenth on. He's like, come, oh. Shelby, come watch, mm. uh, come watch Jason with me. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, God, I wanted to be cool, and it's yeah, yeah. And I was terrified. I'll do it. Terrified. As a little kid, I'm sure you know you are. I I hadn't watched Friday the Third or uh, excuse me, wait, what's the Jason one? Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Jason. Jason is Friday the Thirteenth. Don't 13th. ask yeah. me. I don't know horror movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm getting Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. And that's Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Friday yeah, the Thirteenth. Yeah. And then Mike Friday, Myers is Halloween, right? Yeah. Okay. Friday the Thirteenth. Like I I didn't watch those until I was in my twenties, mm. and I was like, this is nothing. This okay. Is, this is a good question, and then yeah. we'll then we'll actually do the podcast. Yeah. All right, what? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, you think about the like classic, these ones that have a lot of sequels. Jason, mm-hmm. even the Saw guy, I guess. Uh, Scream, uh, Freddy Krueger, all the any others I'm missing. Jason, Freddy Krueger, Mike Myers. So, oh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of all those, which ones were you most scared of? I don't know. I haven't seen. You haven't seen? Well, you, okay. Well, the ones you've seen. Have you seen Scream? I think so. You would like Scream. Would I? Yeah. I don't think I would. Because Scream is like, the cool thing about Scream is very meta. It knows mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. It like talks about it's a scary movie. And so it's like predicting, okay, all scary movies yeah. do this. Yeah, It's kind of making fun of the whole trope. <clears throat> yeah. It's really good. Uh, mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. The one that scares me the most would be Michael Myers. That really? music, man. That music. But if it was in real life, I mean, so I haven't seen. That would be pretty freaking scary. He always like stands in the window, and you're just. Would it be really scary if he's like in the window playing the piano? That song. He's playing like Elton John. Yeah. Yeah. God. I haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street, but I would I would imagine it would be Freddy Krueger because there's nothing like it's more supernatural. There's nothing you can do to fight against him. That's true. That's it. That's that was my answer. Uh, No, no, I know your answer. What? Chucky. (laughs) (laughs) No, what? No, I would punt that little (laughs) that little thing. No, dude, Freddy Krueger for sure. Like I I can't fall asleep. He attacks me in my sleep. What? All I want to do is sleep. Yeah, that's true. That that would be the sucky part of that one. You can't sleep. I just want to enjoy sleep. Oh, it sucks. Have you seen all of those? No, I mean, I've seen a lot of them, but... Well, and I'll say, too, like, because I've seen Michael Myers, I've seen Friday the 13th, I've seen Scream, I've seen all... Like, none of those are scary except Nightmare on Elm Street for me to this day. Like, it's freaky to see that to this day. Like, the CGI, the special effects are not, you know, what we have today, but, like, the idea of of Freddy Krueger is still scary to me. 
So that's probably why I would say he's. All right, we should do a like it's October fourth. Let's mm-hmm. do a whole month and just watch all these like nope. classics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, they're, okay. I, they're, they're not scary. They're not, so just close your eyes, Grace. They're not You're, scary. You just got to protect Josh because he gets a little scared. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you can watch uh, me play Until Dawn, you can you can watch these scary <laughs> movies. Absolutely. Okay, so now that we've got here, we've discovered what our scary movies, favorite scary movies are. Willy Wonka. (laughs) (laughs) Gorillas in the mist. (laughs) Now we are going to uh, transition into our stories for the night. Again, this is tonight's topic is the untold stories of folklore. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Just have to do that every time. Uh, So we're going to start with hearing your titles. So what what titles you got? Uh, Grace, what's your title? Mine is Spring-Heeled Jack. Okay. Mm. Spring healed? Healed, like the heel of your foot. Okay. Spring, Spring healed, healed Jack. Jack. Okay. Uh, mine is called The Jailbird Song. Ah, The Jailbird Song. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Grants. I like birds. In fact, I have an impression. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Halloween, you got to do a crow or a raven. You can't do that stuff. Hey, you're really good at impressions, man. Thanks. <laughs> I'm looking at the bell right now. Yeah, well, no need. I just appreciate the compliment. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Um, cool. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want uh, Grace to go first? <sighs> Ladies first. I'll Ladies let, first. I'll Grace, go, Grace, who is uh, right now, your body says it's 3 a.m. Yes. So mm-hmm. you so are tired. exhausted. <laughs> I'm I'm basically letting you go first before yeah. you fall asleep. So, so I can go to bed yes. after I tell yep. my story. Yep. Go cool. ahead. All right. Um, Wait, what's your title again? Spring Heeled Jack. Spring Heeled Jack. Yes. So we are going to go back to 1800s, uh, Victorian era London. <laughs> Imagine, you know, dark, creepy streets, mist. Uh, dark clouds. Gorillas. Are there London, gorillas in London this storms. No, we're in London. Ah. Um, <laughs> There's no gorillas there. It used to be until the English pushed them out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting we those. are a history <laughs> podcast, right? We have to be somewhat credible. Um, all right. So in the early 1800s, early 19th century, uh, ghost stories became pretty prevalent in uh, London tradition. Um you know, they would tell these horror stories of these pale creatures preying upon lone pedestrians. Um, there was the Hammersmith ghost of 1803 in West London. There was the Southampton ghost that um, was popularized for assaulting people at night. Um, so ghost stories were kind of like taking off in this time anyway. Can I have a, I have a question? What? And you may not know the answer. Were these creatures or were they like... Dead, you know, like when we think of ghosts now, it's dead people. Yeah. Um, I would imagine that they were sensationalized human attacks. Hmm. I mean, if I had to Okay. If I had to guess. It's just interesting to me that today, whenever you hear like someone talk about a ghost story, it's always from like the 1800s. There's never right. modern ghosts. Well, it's because we have technology now. And we can, well, hmm. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to take people off because they're going to be like, no, you need to believe in the paranormal. Um. Who cares? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I mean, people, for people who believe in ghosts today, that's fine, but they're never like my mom 
you know, well, okay, that's a bad example. It's never like my, you know, I moved into this house that was built in 2000 and mm. someone died in 2004. And now they're haunting it. Well, because now we've got like ring doorbell cameras and I can see that the person that rang my doorbell and ran away was the ah, kid next door. You know, so I feel like a lot of the things that got sensationalized back then mm-hmm. are easily disproved now. Not to say there is or yep. isn't it was paranormal a game of, activity. It was just, a game of telephone back then. It was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard from them and heard from them and heard from, yeah. Yes. So anyway, early 1800s, London ghosts are getting popular anyway. Um, And then Springheel Jack comes on the scene. Mm. Um, His first sighting was in London in October 1837. So we're already spooky with the Halloween vibes in October. That's a good month to be a ghost. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mary Stevens was walking back uh, to Lavender Hill where she worked as a servant. After visiting her parents. This is H-I-L-L? Yes. There's a lot of hills and heels. <coughs> I'm Hill. make sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> just, just to make sure we're on the same page here. <laughs> yes. Lavender Hill. Ah. Um, so Was yeah. she walking in heels? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Last one. I'm sorry. Dumb. Um, yes. Walking back to Lavender Hill where she worked as a servant after visiting her parents and uh, she was attacked by what she says is a strange figure that leaped from a dark alley. Mm. Um, So in all of these accounts, Jack sounds kind of uh, vampiric to me. Mm. Like, you know, it's a very real person, but he's, uh, all those descriptions are, he's uh, very uh, tall, brooding, uh, sometimes you know, Edward esque. No, oh. God. Uh, he's he glitters. Dressed gentlemanly, but uh-huh. he's also like terrifying to look at. Um, it's kind of like Grant. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm pale and tall and skinny. Terrifying to look at. <laughs> so, um, so the strange figure leaps from a dark alley, um, grabs her by the forearms and uh, holds her tightly, and she can't get away. Jeez. And it was sexual. Um, oh, like he, he's like trying to kiss her, and was tearing at her clothes with like claws, mm. not like just human hands. Like he had claws on his fingers. Um, and she described his hands as as cold as a corpse. So she screams, obviously, and he runs away. He just runs away. Um, at the sound of her scream, several residents come out of their houses and they, you know, she tells them what happens and they're searching for him. They can't find him anywhere. He got away very, very quickly. Um, so that was the first sighting. I want to give you a point, but it's weird to give a point for uh, attempted rape. Well, it, it's creepy. It's a hell okay. of a story. Yeah. <laughs> Everything goes here. <laughs> okay. Um, so- <laughs> But no, honestly, all of these uh, encounters, I don't think he was ever successful with any of them. I think they were all just to scare people. Like, I think that was the point. There was never anything further. Mm. So he succeeded in scaring a lot of people. I don't think he ever actually succeeded in anything more than that. Um, So the next day, very next day, a new victim, uh, same area of London, uh, claimed that, uh, and actually several people witnessed this, but he jumps out in front of a, a horse Wait, carriage. Several people witnessed yeah, it? Yes, several people. Well, yeah. Extra witnesses, extra points. Right. <laughs> so he jumps out in front of a horse and carriage, causing the coachman to lose control of the horses and the crash injures the coachman. Um, and these witnesses claimed to see him leap over a wall that was nine foot high. And the whole time he's <laughs> cackling. <laughs> 
cackling. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes he's got I'm Spring Hill Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where the spring name yes. comes from. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's where the name came from, Spring Hill Jack. I, he was um, <laughs> so a very he literal sucks. name. I'm sorry. He was he was shouting parkour, parkour. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a scary story. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we're turning it into just uh, imagine watching this scary movie with Shelby and I just <laughs> parkour. <laughs> oh my god! All right, All right sorry. So anyways, yes, several people witnessed the second attack. So news starts to spread, and this is when the press like uh, wrote an article about him and gave him the name Spring Heel Jack because mm. they had witnessed him jumping over this nine foot high wall. Um, so letters started coming in to the Lord Mayor, um, Sir John Cohen, and people were writing into him saying, you know, giving their accounts that they'd had with Jack. One was that he uh, rang the doorbell at one house and the servant girl who answered, um, you know, she opens the door. She says she saw a ghost that was handsome mm. and well-dressed, so handsome that she swooned. Oh. And has not been awoken since. That sounds like me. I mean, to each their own, I guess. I guess. Um, there were sev seven other additional women that had similar stories of being approached or attacked um, by a handsome but terrifying man uh, and had all gone mad to varying degrees. Hmm. So the mayor is reading these letters and he's like, this is ridiculous. This is not <laughs> happening. Um, but... Like they are, but they're starting to show him girls that have gone mad and they can't talk anymore. And he's like, "What? Okay." Um, so finally, after you know all these letters of like the pranks, and this is kind of it's like vampire Loki yeah. to me. I yeah. feel like if Loki was a vampire, I feel hmm. like this is what we get. Um, the hideous part. Uh, what? Loki's hideous. No, he's not. I'm just trolling. Oh my like god! Like you're saying, like he's a trickster. Yeah, vampire. trickster, prankster. I know what she's saying. likes to terrify no, people. I'm asking for myself, <laughs> but as a vampire, would also be terrifying. So yeah. Um. Hmm. So yeah, the the Lord Mayor is getting all of these, and th this is months later. This is January 1838. Um. So he's showing a crowd of all these. Uh, you know, who have approached him about this issue and he's showing them these letters he's gotten. And he's like, this is ridiculous. There's no way this is real. Mm. When a close friend of his is like, actually, <laughs> I know a girl who had, who has run into this guy and she is insane now. Like she, she's hmm. not right. Um, so the mayor's like, well, if this is real, then he can be caught. So uh, they start trying to figure out how to catch this guy. Um, and all these stories kind of describe him as the same. He's, uh, you know, I've already kind of said he's tall, he's dressed well, he's pale, he, his hands are cold. Um, Handsome. But, <laughs> but hideous at the same time. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, what I, yeah. But two things I haven't said is that a lot of these accounts said that he had glowing red eyes mm. and that he um, could paralyze women with a blue flame that he would like breathe onto them dang i don't know um <laughs> but dope. like multiple accounts said this so i again like it's it's weird because it's but how do you think i got emily <laughs> <laughs> i paralyzed her with my blue flame oh lord <laughs> jeez so the two most high profile cases of jack um were jane alsop in february 1838 um, she was in her house and, uh, she hears a knock on the door and they were claiming to be the police. They were like, we've caught Jack. You need to come mm. outside and give your account. So she opens the door 
and she sees a dark figure dressed in a big cloak. Mm. And so she like brings a candle over to like see him better. And it was him. Mm-hmm. And she described him as a hideous, frightful appearance. And he tore at her gown with his metallic claws that all these mm. people have been saying he has. And she screams and runs away and he runs off again. Like this is just his thing. He Let's just sh- wants to like terrify this people. This reminds me of Wolverine. Yeah. Like he is good looking. Oh, Wolverine's hot. But he also has metal claws. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of hideous and he can't mm-hmm. sing. Who said? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you really nodded. Okay. Also, he's not hideous. <laughs> I would hot. Let, I would let Wolverine do things <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> Look at that blue flame. If it's oh Hugh Jackman, stop. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so that was Jane Alsop, the first high-profile case. The Nine days later, the second high-profile case, Lucy Scales, who was 18, and her sister are returning home after visiting their brother, who is a butcher down the street. Um, in her deposition to the police, her description was that sh- they came upon uh, Green Dragon Alley, was the name of the alley. She sees a person in a large cloak. And as she approached, he spurted blue flame before them yep. and scared her so badly that she couldn't see, like she was blind. What? And she was having violent fits for hours. And her brother and sister both corroborated the story. Her brother, you know, they had just left his house. So she, he heard their screams, runs out after them, and finds the sister holding Lucy in her arms, like trying to hold her up. Um, and the sister tells him what happened, that this tall, thin, gentlemanly dressed uh man in a large cloak and carrying a lantern um i don't know uh (laughs) i like that there's witnesses yeah 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 right um so but when lucy screamed she he ran away like he tends to do apparently Mm -hmm. um so this is when the times i guess the london times reported on these attacks and it was called the late outrage at old ford um a guy was subsequently arrested for it. Poor uh, guy. <laughs> yeah. His name was uh, Thomas Milbank, and he had been bragging in a pub, uh, the Morgan's Arms, that he was Jack. Which, oh my gosh! Yeah. Did they check his fingernails? Which is dumb. Um, yeah. But he and he had that night. He had been wearing a cloak, and he had dropped a oh. candle in front of her house. And he did have claws. <laughs> But what saved him was that Jane was like, no, this guy breathes blue flame and I am not letting go of that. And Thomas Milbank was like, well, I can't do that. (laughs) Prove it. Yeah. He was like, I can't, I can't do that. And she would not let go of that either. She was like, no, he breathed blue flame. And so they let him go. Interesting guy that wants to be him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he was probably. There's always one. He's drunk in a pub and he's probably like, yeah, Yeah. I scared this girl the other night, you know, like being a creep. And that's what he gets. He wants the fame. He wants the infamy. Yeah. I guess. But so after this, um, Spring-Heeled Jack becomes this popular legend. And the problem with this is like now that he's popularized, it becomes Mm -hmm. all the evidence becomes anecdotal. Stories start to spread. They start to get less trustworthy. Um, So, you know, there were sightings reported in 1843. There was another whole wave of sightings in London in the 1970s. Oh, Um, These sightings, quote unquote, began to move further north into England. Um, and the last reported sighting of him was in 1904. Mm. Okay. So he's this huge ur- urban legend uh, in England now. Uh, and he was kind of used as like a boogeyman to like scare kids into behaving. And Good. That kind of thing, if obviously. you don't behave, 
Spring Hill Jack's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or he, if you're a lady. <laughs> yeah. <you> just, <laughs> or if you're no. just minding your own business, <laughs> being a lady. So he was written into lots of little like Penny Dreadful novels. Mm. Um, so yeah, he just became this popular urban legend. And the theories, because no one was ever caught and identified as him, um, are that... So you got the paranormal theories mm-hmm. and you got the skeptical theories. The skeptical right. theories are that it was mass hysteria that started with someone just playing a prank and caught on and became multiple someone's playing a prank, which yeah. frankly makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Not me. <laughs> I want to believe. Well, a lot of people blame it on, uh, there was an Irish nobleman, Lord Beresford, uh, who is the Marquess of Water- Waterford. And he sounds like had a, sounds like a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, very, very long name. I believe you. Um, but he was uh, well known for his like drunk brawling and his mean pranks, jokes, vandalism. Like he was very. I like this guy. <laughs> you would <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate troll. Um, yeah, so he was kind of a jerk that liked to like play these pranks on people and scare them anyway. He had this known contempt for women. Um, and he happened to be in time. You still like this guy? <laughs> no comment. He happened to be in London at the time of the first Jack sighting. So a lot of people yeah. attribute him to probably being the first Jack. And then once oh. it got popular, it spread. But oh. the weird part about those is the witnesses. Well, I mean, he was a, if he was doing it. No, he's but a later person. on. Well, that's what I'm saying. So Other uh, people like. Yeah, yeah. So it guy. caught on and any drunk goon in a pub mm-hmm. could be like, oh, I'm going to dress in a cloak. And mm-hmm. I have another. Are you done? Well, real quick, the supernatural <laughs> theories are, and I'm not kidding you, I was looking this up to be like, oh, well, what are the supernatural theories? I'm mm. interested to hear that. The first is that he was an alien. That was exactly what I was about no, to say. No, it wasn't. Oh, I was about to say the same thing. No, oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, that he Dude. could jump so high because he came yep. from a planet yeah. with yeah. Men gravity. in Black. You see Men in Black? At the beginning, Will Smith's chasing that dude. He jumps uh, off that building. Oh, man. That his eyes glowed <laughs> because they have like a different red light. Jesus, uh, okay. so all the gl- the eyes glowing, the blue flame, and all that. I feel like they could replicate it back then in some way. But jumping over a nine foot wall, I mean, how how do you do that back then? I have a question. How would you replicate red eyes back then? You could do. I don't. I, I don't know. But that that Something, seems right. not far off to me. But like the. Like they could figure that out back then. Everyone saw him jump nine. Yes. Feet. Got it. Yes. Got Every it. if everybody's watching him jump nine feet, that's the thing that I'm like, what? I almost interrupted you and said, I think it's an alien, and that was your first uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. You know what? So, <laughs> so alien was one, and then someone accidentally summoning a demon was the other uh-huh. one. So. I mean, who has okay. it? Right. I there. know you have. No, I have. As a witch, as you're learning the pot. Oh my God. Okay. Right there, Grace. Spells. You say alien or demon. I looked up a picture of him while you were telling this. Have you seen a picture of him? Yeah. Yeah, this is what he looks like, apparently. This is like a That's picture. very... It's, <laughs> I love that in this picture, there's no women at all. It's just yeah. men. A yeah. man's uh, hat is falling off. It looks like a demon. If, you, if you're listening to this right now, go look up a picture of Spring Hill Jack. i think about how I would describe this. He's like in a yoga pose. Yeah. He's, he's leaping into the air. With it, claws. He's, yeah, he's got long fingers. Looks like Nothing a about this is handsome. He unless looks, I just don't understand men. You don't find that handsome? Maybe. No. Grace, you're the woman. <laughs> Grace, what about his this, hair? Do you like his unattractive hair? Unattractive Is this doing it for you? Unattractive. It's kind of like uh, Albert Einstein's hair. Just, also, I love that <laughs> yeah. they kept describing him as like gentlemanly dressed this picture he is naked no yeah this picture he's <laughs> naked he has nothing down there he has uh, a coat on yeah but it's just flopping he's got around. a 
Or is that a cape? Maybe it's a cape. Yeah, if you look closely, he's also got like a a Van Dyke beard going on there. So maybe they found that handsome. There was at some point someone that described him as wearing like a skin tight suit, but I was imagining like a very tight fitted three piece, not like so tight that you look naked. He was the world's (laughs) first figure skater. If Mm. you say so. so. It was too tight. Yeah, no, anyway, oh that's gosh. the well, that was story great. That's crazy. That's perfect. Uh, well, Grant, what do you have? Well, my story, uh, it is called The Jailbird's Song. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sounded something like that. Um, <laughs> so mine is called The Jailbird's Song. Uh, it takes place in the year 1848. So we're still in the 1800s. Right, yeah, yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, this is in Lawrenceville, Georgia. I knew that was going to be yeah. a point. Lawrenceville, up Lawrence- by Kennesaw. Yeah, okay. Lawrenceville, Georgia, dog. Um, so this story is about Alec and his wife, Betsy. Uh, <laughs> I love that yours was Jack <laughs> and yours is Alec. Alec and Betsy, <laughs> yep. So uh, this story is about- should drive a, band, a van named old Bessie. Mm-hmm. Betsy, though. This is uh, Betsy. Okay. This is a little different. That's going to give you a point. Well, you should still, anyways. Um, <laughs> so they were slaves on a plantation uh, in <laughs> Lawrenceville, Georgia. Shelby's like, I wish Why I hadn't. Wish I hadn't given that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't yet. But um, Alec and Betsy, they were slaves on a plantation. And one chilly night in October, uh, much... Mm. Another good night. Mm-hmm. Always October. October, Maybe dog. that's the reason why Halloween's in October. Mm-hmm. So they were having dinner one night in the kitchen house um, of this main plantation uh, house. And it was an important time for them because it was the only time that they had together uh, before they had uh, to go back to the fields, right? So they were having dinner and... Uh, while they were eating, they heard a loud noise come from outside of the kitchen house. Mm. And while, uh, as soon as they heard this, they prayed, please, please let the evil pass us by just this one night. Because they knew what was coming for them. Uh, all of a sudden, the master, uh, Colonel James Austin, who was a huge man, so picture a huge man, he burst through the door, he flung open the door, and he was obviously drunk, he was angry, and he wanted Betsy, mm. Alec's wife. Don't so he stood in the doorway saying, Betsy is mine for the night. Right? He, he exclaims, Betsy is mine for the night. And as, you know, uh, he lunged towards Betsy to take her. But like any good husband, Alec wasn't going to let that happen. Mm. So Alec pushed him to the ground. And they both ran out of the house into the woods to hide. I'm giving a point to Alec. Yeah, good for Alec. Mm-hmm. What a good guy, right? Uh, I feel like this isn't going to end well for him, but well, good for him. Um, so he pushed James to the ground, and they ran both into the woods to hide from this angry guy who, who had obviously been drinking and obviously wanted uh, Betsy for the night. Um, so they ran into the woods, and James was very angry, obviously, and he went to the main house to grab his Calvary sword. Oh, God. Yep. He went to the main house, grabbed his cavalry sword, and ran into the woods to look for them. So imagine this big old dude running into the woods after Alec and his wife, Betsy, mm. just full of rage, uh, drunk. Um, and 
he ran into the woods and Alec and Betsy, who were hiding, Alec stepped out of the woods. And as soon as he stepped out of the woods, he saw this sight of uh, this big man running towards him in the woods with a sword in his hand. Hmm. So as soon as he saw this, Alec obviously took off, sprinted towards the cabins, uh, sprinted towards the, the bunkhouses that the slaves would stay in. And he ran as fast as he could, but James was right on his heels, right? And and running after I mean, just imagine that. Like, you're in the woods, and this big old dude is chasing you with a sword. It sounds very Blair Witch-esque, right? except for real. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just for defending your wife, you know? Yeah. Um, so, Alec climbed, bust through, the, bust through the doors and climbed on the top bunk where all the slaves would stay. And he, he climbed as fast as he could up to the uh, top bunk. And as soon as he got up there, you know, he, was, he climbed up thinking that, yeah, surely this guy, this big old dude, is not going to climb up to the top bunk. But sure enough, this guy did. Hmm. Mm. He climbed up all the way to the top bunk and took his sword and started swinging at Alec, right? So trying to kill him. Dang. Like just this, this drunk dude is furious at Alec trying to uh, swing at him. And Alec, uh, you know, scared for his life, kicked this guy. Yeah. Kick the the As one tends to do. Yeah, kick this guy. The ladder falls and James goes tumbling down head first onto the cobblestone floor. Mm. Serves him right. Yep. Good job, Alec. Absolutely. So back then, you know, you're you're imagine Alec is a slave. He he is just peer he peers over the ladder hoping that um, this guy is just unconscious. That he knocked him unconscious. Yeah, but even then, it's it's not looking good for Ellen. Yeah. No, either way. No, either way. Yes, yes. But especially if you killed a man, if you killed, I don't know what would be better. I mean, if mm-hmm. you killed him, at least you could maybe try to get out. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what you would do. Yeah. Well, Ellick peered over the bed and um, hoping he was unconscious, but unfortunately, you know, James James was dead. So fortunately and unfortunately, I, mm-hmm. I, I see both sides. Right. Unfortunately job, for Alec. Yes. Unfortunately for Alec. But also good job. Right. Right. So what would you do? Uh, you said you would run away, right? I'm running. Yeah. You would run away. You see, I just killed this dude. Yeah. I need to get the hell out of here and, and run. But no. What does Alec do? Alec, uh, Alec goes to the Gwinnett courthouse oh. and tells him... Everything that has happened mm. and said, you know, I was trying to defend myself. I was trying to, um, you know, I, it was self-defense. I was, I was trying to protect me and my wife. Something tells me they don't care. No, <laughs> no. Back in the 1800s, I don't think they would no. have believed a slave. That sucks. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So, of course, they don't believe him. And he was taken to jail. And while he was taken to jail, all Ella could think about was his wife, Betsy, who was in the woods waiting for him, waiting for him to come back. Um, and he never came back. Uh, while Alec was in prison, uh, you know, he made several attempts to escape because all he could think about was coming back to Betsy. You know, he, he, he thought, I have to get back to Betsy. I have to get back to Betsy. You know, she's waiting on me. 
while he was in the prison, he even ripped a metal plate off of the bed that he was on Jeez. and uh, started chipping away at the concrete underneath it just to try to dig a tunnel just to mm. get out of this prison. I mean, he was desperate, right? I mean, here he was, a slave who killed someone. I mean, he knows that his, uh, his punishment was death, right? Well, while he was even, you know, chipping away at all this uh, concrete, they had to, the, you know, the guard came around and saw him doing this, and they chained him to the wall. Mm. They chained him uh, so he would never escape, and so all, all hope was lost for Alec at this point, right? Um, so he knew that this was going to be his final night on Earth. Tomorrow they would kill him. So what did he do? He started to sing. So, in this jail, uh, he started to sing, and he sang the words, Oh, Betsy, will you, will you meet me? Betsy, will you meet me? Betsy, will you meet me in heaven alone? Can you sing it? Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to lose listeners. Give me a beat. Don't, don't Give me that. a tune. He's like, I mean, I want that <laughs> <Okay>. point. <laughs> uh, stop that. So, Listen, if they had a subwoofer right now, they're jamming. So, he started to sing the song, right? He, he sang it over and over and over. His only comfort is that he knows he'll meet Betsy again one day in heaven. Um, he continue, continues to sing the song all night, up until the moment that he was hanged the next this day. This of a Bible story. Mm. Paul and Silas, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, he continues to sing. He would not stop singing until he was hanged the next day. So... Legend has it that if you visit Lawrenceville to this day uh, and you sing, Betsy, will you meet me? You'll hear Alec whisper, Betsy, will you meet me? Dang. And I don't like it. You will hear that in your, in your ear. You'll hear, Betsy, will you meet well, me? Lawrenceville isn't that far. We should We, we should have done this from uh-huh. a wood in Lawrenceville mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. I, I would be down absolutely in a graveyard. It'd be a little scarier than Willy Wonka. <laughs> um, so visitors also report uh, many occurrences of hot and cold spots when they visit this jail. Okay, um, they they report orbs and pictures, tugging of clothes, mm. uh, missing audio recordings. Grace doesn't look like she believes this. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm saying let's go. Check it out. This Let's is the it. untold podcast of history. Yes. This, if this wasn't a true story, mm. we wouldn't have we wouldn't have shared it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I believe the story. No, no, what the people claim: the tugging of clothes, oh. mm-hmm. the hot and cold spots, hot and cold spots, the untying of the shoelaces. legit ghosts that they just I, I saw. I also like science, so you know, <laughs> history and science. People report like they're you know they'll just be walking around and their shoelaces will be untied oh. too. So a lot of creepy That's why things. I wear Velcro shoes. I was going to say that that could happen normally. Well, I mean, do you not double knot? No, I do. But <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying, your shoes can come untied anywhere. Mm. Uh, ghost tour guides have also seen spirits walking through the halls. So I mean, <laughs> okay. of course, of course they have, right? Got to sell some tickets. Yeah, yeah. So um, pretty creepy place. Uh, if you go and visit, is this a jail? Yeah, this is a jail in okay. Lawrenceville, and I have a picture. I'll show you after we this. We can go. Yeah, let's do it. That we was can fun. Go. It's Halloween. Dude, I mean, can I'm you imagine there. recording this? 
oh, can you imagine recording this in the jail and like on our microphones, like ghosts? Okay, after we do scene. this, that's on the way to like a legit Ooh. netherworld. Can we do that too? Yes. Yeah. New game. Oh yeah, Dude. I like netherworld. You, you, you been there? Yeah. Okay. I'm not just saying this. The I production game. value in netherworld is what gets it me. Is. I, so, I don't like being scared, but uh-huh. they do such a good job yeah. of their sets and costumes and everything like that that I do like. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. So, last thing about Ellie. Sponsor us I really, world. Ash- <laughs> I really want to see Ashley go through another oh, one. Oh, so that would bad. be Me too. I, I mean, you know who else I'd really love to see? Katie Ray. Oh. <laughs> we have a friend that's terrified of anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just... We, I went to um, Six Flags uh, during Halloween Horror Nights with Katie. And Katie, if you're listening, please come to She's another not. world with She's us. She's told me I don't like history. Oh, well. <laughs> we can talk all the smack we want. We I love you, I only Katie. listen to what's happening <laughs> now. Um, so last thing I'll say about Alec, uh, if you go and visit, when you look into Alec's um, prison cell, yep. where he is, uh, you can still see the scratch marks mm. on the oh, wall okay. that Alec tried mm. to get out, and you can still see the chains that held him to try to escape. So I have a picture of the jail cell right here. Uh, this is in Lawrenceville. Uh, you can see it's like a pretty creepy. It's like a maximum security thing. It's like, like a safe. I know they have they have the bars right there, but then they also have this like heavy steel door. It looks like that closes over it. So just imagine being you know mm. trapped in that. So yeah. I'm assuming that he was hung the next day or something yeah. and put to yeah. death. That yeah. sucks. But okay, I'm giving a point, but it's not because of that. No, yeah, it Mine sucks. A, yeah. It's that he had enough courage to stand up for what's right. Yeah. Well, to to do what was right, but then also to go turn himself, like to be mm-hmm. brave enough to go turn himself. Right. Which was another yeah. thing that's right. I wouldn't. Well, I mean, I would have done it because you know what the outcome oh, is going to yeah. be. It's right. not like Gwinnett's like, oh, we're, you know, welcome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for turning Thank, yourself yeah. in. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for coming to us and telling yeah. us of this incident. Right. No, yeah. I love I love the story. The reason I picked this story is because I love the idea of this guy who yeah is very virtuous and and you know wants to do the right thing even though he knows it's probably going to cause him death and then even in you know waiting for death in the jail cell he's he's thinking about his precious wife who's still in the woods waiting for him singing about her um so you know i know like most ghost stories are it's it is it would be creepy to go there and sing that but at least you know like hey this guy cares about his wife like he just he seems like a nice guy he seems like a great guy um but he is haunting the lawrenceville jail to this day so okay this is hard because on one side you're talking about georgia right yep you're talking about england Mm -hmm. our enemy (laughs) i mean (laughs) back in the 1700s well this was 1800s oh okay so we're allies by then yeah uh i would say in the end though after I add up all the points, uh, Grant, again, I like the fact that you were real, that you uh, told a story about something that happened in Georgia. That's really cool. Grace, I love the fact that yours uh, uses used the imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Um, but ultimately, what pushed us over the top was the fact that yours could have been aliens. <laughs> So, Grace, you are the winner tonight. Ah. Anytime aliens are a possibility, oh I am on board for that. This is a history podcast. Uh, uh, well, that's what the History Channel is that. becoming. You it's all about aliens. You shouldn't have said that. Fair enough. There is a lot of history about them. Have you ever seen the pyramids? Oh my aliens. 
You ever seen the uh, Stonehenge? Aliens. I'm going to keep my mouth shut and just take the win. That a girl. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for sharing both good stories. Uh, If you're listening right now, I hope you have a spooky Halloween. If you're in Georgia, go visit the Lawrenceville Jail. Well, you just go to the jail. Hey, I'm here to see see, what's Well, I'm sure you have to pay for a ghost tour Hmm. now. One time I went to Alcatraz, Mm-hmm. And they have ghost tours. At That's night. hard to get yeah. in, too. Is no. it? Well, no, really? I mean because like you it's have hard to, to get out. No, <laughs> no, because you have Just to ask book. the three guys that escaped. You have to book so far in advance. Mm. No. We, uh, the night did. tour, the night tour, you definitely do. Well, that's I. I feel like we the both. Did times, you go the night tour? No, we didn't get to do it because both times we really? went to San Francisco. By the time we decided we were going to San Francisco, we looked and they were booked. So I don't know. Maybe things have changed. I mean, it's old. I mean, you you're, you probably went when it was is just it like closed. Is it like a ghost tour? <laughs> Back in, <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm younger than you. Is it like a ghost tour? No, uh, they have a night tour that is. It's not a ghost tour, but it's pretty creepy. I mean, the uh, island itself cool. is pretty creepy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What had what went on there was pretty creepy. Uh-huh. So I went during the day. I can't imagine going at night. <clears throat> That'd be scary. Yep. Uh, cool. Well, I appreciate both stories. I lo- I would love to do just this podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, folklore <laughs> and aliens and ghosts. I guess I'll have to wait till next year. Mm-hmm. So uh, We'll definitely do a repeat episode. Yeah, in October next oh, year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought, I was like, are we starting a second podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Untold Podcast. Uh, next week, Grace is going to be hosting, and she's going to be. She's already told me she has an awesome topic, which is one reason why I picked her. Uh, if you are listening to this right now, you've already missed Grant's birthday, so send him a belated birthday gift. And you, the best way to do that is send him a good review on podcast. There's a cat that's meowing. <laughs> I wish my gift was uh, that I won tonight, but that's that's cool. Maybe next year, man, when you turn the laude laude, look who started. Sweet. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Untold Podcast. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Untold Podcast. I'm Shelby. I'm Grace. And I'm Grace. We love you. Good night. Unless you're listening in the morning, then goodbye. <laughs> you just did what you don't like Grace. Hey there, it's Shelby. Real quick, before you go, thanks for listening to Untold, the podcast. We really appreciate your support. It means a lot. We know you could listen to any podcast, but you chose us, and we really appreciate that. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and let your friends know about us as well. If you have questions or story ideas, send us a message on Instagram or TikTok at Untold, the podcast. Thanks again. See you real soon. Peace out.